Previously on the Hardy and Sons podcast. I was hunting for validation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From dad, the, the gold yeah, sticker. The elusive. Yeah. This time it's a scratch and snip, boys. <laughs> What's it smell like? Like old Dawson's face. It's bitter. <laughs> there was like a Dawson a thatch of grizzly hair. <laughs> Old red and a daredevil. Oh, black pepper's red thatchy hair. Because <laughs> black pepper's gonna have red hair too. Because every villain does in these. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy <laughs> since, since the world is black and white. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Well, well, I you thought did, you were gonna start. No. Well, normally you go, David, but this time you just did the the hand movement, but you didn't say anything. I always start. I was like, I want to leave some room for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But it's that's what not... happens when you let me start. We talk about how I didn't start. We talk about how you didn't start. Yeah. Mm. You threw off the cadence. You threw off my We're rhythm. We're talking. We're talking, though. Yeah. Yeah, we so are good talking. To talk. Sometimes it does. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Man, this is a great podcast. <laughs> Just us talking about how good it feels to talk? No, I mean the concept of our podcast, regardless of how well it's executed. Yeah. I was talking to a couple other people who want to start podcasts and like, I guess like we could talk about like photography and stuff. Terrible. Well. What do you get from that? I feel like we set ourselves up with a repeatable, yeah. dependable source of content that's going to last us about 25 years. To the end the of math. our lives, I think. If we if we finish all 59 <laughs> yeah. books, if we do 59 <laughs> seasons of this show, um, yeah. I would like to win an award. I would too. Point, yeah. Even if it's an award that like I make up and, well, and give to ourselves. I'll make it up. You don't have to make it up. I'll make it up. What, go, ha- go ahead. What, am I making up the award? Yeah. What award are, are we getting? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't put I'm me not, on the spot. I'm not a spotsman. How would you feel if you, David Christopher Pitt, yeah. won the Sean Hotley Award for oh, yeah. Excellence oh, yeah. in Juvenile Literature Analysis? This is why I let you make it up. I would feel awesome. Did I just win? Yeah. How do you feel <laughs> how do you feel about being the first winner of an award that is named after me? I feel really good about that. I is actually that, feel pretty special about that. That's the only award that I'll, I won't use as a doorstopper. Okay. Yeah. Do you I'll think proudly display that. If I were to receive the David C. Pitt Award for yeah. blank, what would that blank be? Mm, I'd probably just leave it blank. <laughs> I just want you to have an Sean, award that says my name on Sean it. Sean won the David Pitt Award. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? We never know. We never found out. Yeah. 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 Well, can you ask him? It means no. whatever you He's want it gone. to mean. Yeah. It's a magical award. Look at that. You know what? It, <laughs> and you're I would using also, it as a doorstop? You would definitely use it as a doorstop, but it would rattle. And you would never know what that rattle is until one day you opened up and there they were. The He's, old man's lost marbles from Hook. <laughs> <laughs> Toodles? Toodles, yeah. <laughs> Toodles lost his marbles. Wow, good memory. Do you... Do you think you wouldn't use the Sean Hotley Award for Excellence in Juvenile Literature Analysis as a doorstop because it's a perfectly round sphere? <laughs> it, it has no base. Yeah, I'm, I'm only using it as a bowling ball. It's so perfectly round yeah. that you can't even <laughs> like set it on furniture and and like rest assured that it won't fall off and it's heavy it'll hurt someone if it falls oh i like this i'm going to put it in between two albums and they're both going to be a perfect circle album 
Okay. Actually, it's made out of very, very, very thin glass, mm-hmm. and it's filled with that blue ink that clothing okay, well, stores use to stain if you steal stuff and try to take the tag off. Yeah. Okay, so it's made out of Samuel L. Jackson's body from the movie Glass, and it's filled with an explosive uh, ink From pad. the movie Unbreakable. Unbreakable. That's right. Yeah. Unbreakable glass. Yeah. Yeah. But it's actually very breakable glass filled with... A, a blue ink that will never <laughs> yeah. wash out of your soul. Uh, we should pitch this to M. Night Shyamalan. So when Sam Jackson does finally fall down, he explodes in blue ink. And while he probably didn't get an Emmy uh, for or a, a Tony for his performance in the film, yeah, he is nominated for the Sean Hodley Award for Excellence <laughs> in Juvenile out. Literature Analysis. Are we reaching out to Sam Jackson's publisher? To let him know this. To let him know that he's won? Yeah. Or her. Or her. Thank you. You're welcome. I meant to let Samuel L. Jackson know. Yes, that he has been he the has second reciprocate. My gendered response yeah. was a reference to Samuel L. Jackson, not an assumption about the publicist. Oh. I want to clear the air there. Okay, well, hold to on. To let him know that he won, to let Samuel L. Jackson know that Samuel L. Jackson won is what I meant. I get you. I feel what you say. But is it happening? Are we doing it? I don't see why not. Yeah, but let him know he's the second winner. And then this way when he asks who won first, you tell him me. Dude, I really want to make an award now. Yeah, I would really be happy to accept that award. Like, I'm I putting it on my LinkedIn. I am I mean, we could wrap it in the Hardy and Sons, but if we did the Hardy and Sons Awards every year and nominated and recognized... Like a fan? Not even a fan. I would say like this is an award that could go to anyone in recognition of anything. And Almost we would, like a Nobel uh, Peace Prize. Yeah, yeah. very much. Um, and we would get to, to choose the candidates. We could open up applications uh, and make a bit of fanfare about selecting a winner. Okay, but I don't know why we haven't done this yet. I think we could do the Hardy and Sons Awards annually, obviously have a gala, $500 a plate. I mean, duh. That's not, like we're not, gonna, that's that's, not that's unreasonable. Normal. Yeah, we that's definitely people, normal. Yeah, got to feed people and pay for these... Glass orbs full of (laughs) (laughs) bright blue ink. That's not free. (laughs) Maybe the glass orbs aren't filled with loose ink, but they're filled with a bunch of those clothing tags that are full of the ink. Oh, that's smart. So okay. So if you break it and then rip those tags, that's when you get boom. That's when you get blued. It's like they think it's a pinata. We don't tell them what's in the tag, so they break it and they see it and they're like, "Ooh, a bunch of candy." An opaque glass. Okay. I like that. There's and we pack them in tight enough that you can sort of feel it rattle. Yeah. But just barely. Just barely. Yeah. Just barely. You're like, "Is this rattling? I don't know what's rattling. It feels like it might be mm-hmm. rattling." But I think we'll we'll do this. It seems uh, like a dumb enough idea to explore. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to win an award? No, that's a great idea. I'm saying if you're going to really try and get these tags <laughs> with the blue ink. Have you won awards for any of your films that you've done? Have yeah. You, have you been audience selection or judge's yeah. choice or whatever? I've never had that. Oh. I submitted to one competition. and uh, Oh, I remember that yeah, competition. You were, you yeah, were the DP And nothing it. came from it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely nothing. Not even a recognition of like, hey, we watched it. Yeah, uh, they didn't even promote the videos that were made. It was just what, like, they send chose them a the link? three winners and just posted them, and there was nothing like, 
nothing to watch the other submissions or anything like that, which yeah. is heartbreaking. To be uh, fair, all of my winnings of awards, one, I didn't go to, and I just let Brett Hoy accept it on my behalf. Nice. Uh, and the second one... Did he accept it as, as David me? Pitt? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. I couldn't tell you. He just sent a photo of it to me, and I said, you can burn that if you want or just keep it. Now, I'm not saying this because of your vague likeness to... Uh, Tom Cruise's character in Collateral. <laughs> it's a vague likeness. It's a vague likeness right now. It's mostly the glasses. Thank you. But I like that. And when the he makes hair. when he makes Jamie Foxx go in and like broker the drug deal, and Jamie Foxx has to be this guy, like yeah. And you see him snap on the confidence and and step into that character and, and play <laughs> it just impromptu. That's what I want. That's what I want Brett to do. Just channel. <laughs> David Pitt and these people don't know what to expect. Brett yeah. Hoy can be whatever David Pitt he wants to be. For some reason, I see like Brett Hoy, Brett Hoy pulling out like an air pump and stabbing it to his leg and pumping it up to like grow a few inches and get a little bit bulkier. Oh, I thought you meant to have really rounded calves. Well, yeah, it's all about the calves. You know, I'm a calvesman. Yeah, I, I've got I've great known that calves. About you. Yeah, they call so, you the cavalry. <laughs> So he pumps himself up. He gets all jazz, right? He brings in the confidence. He's got a lot of confidence. Yeah. He throws on the Playing shades. Piano. He looks just like Jamie Foxx from Collateral, like you said that I look like, and then uh, from the violinist and or the soloist. And then he just starts walking and forward, and boom, he falls through the ground. Oh, I was hoping he'd do like Art of Concealment. Puff of smoke goes down. Brett Hoy disappears. No, he falls into the ground, and then the puff <laughs> of smoke goes up. <laughs> a minute later, and doesn't obscure anything. It's not thick and enough. Just, Dang like in Kung it! Pao. <laughs> he just starts coughing actually because he's breathing. <laughs> it's that blue ink. <laughs> it's not smoke at all. He just went over five thousand. Do you he think he would? Saying, do you think he would take a taxi to get there? He would definitely take a taxi to get there. And that what brings a segue. us to the. <laughs> <laughs> when we last left the boys in the end of chapter three, they uh, they were they had escaped from Zeus and Roxanne. Yep. Um, and or Zeke and Robbie. You were close. And <laughs> Roxanne. Do you know Zeus and Roxanne? I know Roxanne. Do you know the film Zeus and Roxanne? Is that about dogs? It's about a dog and a dolphin that are in love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Zeus is definitely the dog, right? I would assume, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen this. What year? I saw it on a plane uh, flying back from Hawaii when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> so Zeus and so Roxanne. Like 95, 96. Was it good? I don't remember. I just remember even at that age being like, this this is a flimsy premise for a film. <laughs> so they were. Did the dog ever ride the dolphin? Uh, I don't think so. They missed out. Yeah. They missed out. Yeah. That's the first thing I would have done. <laughs> it's a, a dog opening dolphin scene. Yeah, it's like it's Boom. riding it like an airplane because you know the dolphin's like aerodynamical. Yeah. Yeah, but in the clouds, in the sky. I don't know how it gets into the sky, but it does. How do you water ski in the sky? <laughs> It's like water skiing in the clouds, man. This bit is brought to you by a drugs. <laughs> a drugs? A drugs. Yeah, I know a drugs. Uh, we have relative silence. Except for that plane. I mean, there's a plane, but I, I doubt people <laughs> will be able to hear that. 
But when you pull no up to begin recording, yeah. I want the listeners to know that we were battling a lawnmower. Lawnmower man? Immediately next door. Yeah, I drove past just to catch a glimpse of what he looked like because I thought it was the bucket beater. Uh, but no, it was just Pierce Brosnan, the lawnmower man. And yeah. I drove down a little bit further, too, to see if that guy was outside. He wasn't. So I was like, okay, we might be all right here. Then you opened your window and... Well, I realized I accidentally ran over him, but it's okay. Got quiet after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I backed up into a bunch of buckets, but they were already all dented. <laughs> so it was fine. I didn't feel didn't like I needed anything. to leave a note or anything. <laughs> <laughs> when we last left them, they had escaped from Zeus and Robbie only uh, to jump in a taxi cab, which drove around the block. And turns out the taxi was in on it. They yeah. jumped in the wrong taxi waiting they outside. didn't look like the guy in the photo. Yeah. They pieced that together. And then as he circled around... So they're in the car and they can tell that they're headed back to the bad place, to the the robber's house, to Zeus and Roxanne's place, (laughs) which brings us to chapter four. Oh, man. You want to do it again? Yeah. Here, I'll delete that. No one's going to hear that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's gone. You don't even have to worry about that. No one heard it. Here we go. It's been omitted. Yeah. Okay. Which brings us to chapter Chapter four. (laughs) A painted painted warning. warning. That's good. That's good stuff. How was that? It was great. And they're never going to know because it's going to be deleted and seamlessly edited together. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You're, thank you for looking out. And as you say this right now, they're going to have no idea what you're talking about because that whole thing's missing. Exactly. Or should I cut this out too? Well, yeah. I mean, I imagine. This is gone. Yeah. It's this been is gone. gone. No one's hearing this. So, so when will then be now? Soon. <sighs> we just missed you. it. Yeah. You did just get me. When? Right now. <laughs> right now what happened to then you just missed it when will then be now <laughs> right now <laughs> soon <laughs> yeah uh, i mean you're gonna omit that one right yeah this is gone yeah okay the hardest chapter looking, four yeah the painted <laughs> warning <laughs> so they're looking at this taxi driver A and they don't warning. think yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just like our sink is off. We should do one episode where you reverse the sink to where I start from the very we end. We should and do you one episode where I reverse the sink. <laughs> <laughs> is that good? <laughs> I mean, you're going to omit my line, but so it seems like it was your idea. I should omit your line. <laughs> That's my idea. This is a bit that I enjoy too much and everyone's going to hate. Hold on. You're good. You got a little mic cable. I got a little mic. Right. Yeah, I'm wrapping it. So they're thinking they need to get out of this cab, but they don't think that they can uh, strong arm uh, this guy. Could we tackle this hood without causing an accident? I'm afraid not. Wonders Joe in quotes. Yeah. And I also thought, well, he also answered Joe. So Joe wondered and answered himself. Yeah. In the same sense. How detectives think. That's pretty good. Good for Joe. But my favorite part is what happens immediately next. As if reading his brother's mind, Frank scribbled a note on his plane ticket envelope, hop out at the first stoplight. Yeah. Which, if you're reading minds, (laughs) you don't need to write it down. That's like mind reading 101. There's this scene in the first Charlie's Angels movie where Drew Barrymore is with Sam Rockwell and they're playing Scrabble. And... It turns out, Drew Barrymore figures out that the girl in the room is actually the bad guy. So she takes the Scrabble board and spells out enemy with some of the, you know, spare pieces on the board. Yeah. But the best part is, after she spells it, 
she looks at him and just goes, enemy. And reads it out loud. <laughs> what the lady, right? One, the lady saw her move the pieces. Two, she just watched her say the line. I'm so sorry if I've told this story on the podcast before. Yeah. But, um, oh, shoot. It's an old Denzel movie. Virtuosity. No. Uh, uh, is it the one with Bob Hoskins? No. But regardless. Ricochet. It, he's going back and forth in time or something. Out it's of like, time. No. I wish you had more time. That's just Man on Fire. I wish you had more time. Yeah, that's Man on Fire. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Great film. It is a good uh, uh, Creedy or something. What? Creasy. 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 John yeah. Creasy. Yeah. What a um, name. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, back and forth between time. I know this one. Next yeah. three days. I'm trying to think. No, it's not that. But he leaves himself a note and he's... <sighs> He walks past this fridge and there's like magnetic letters on it. Yeah. And you see him like swap like two letters and then rush out the door. And later when he like comes back in the future and sees this not remembering it or whatever, he looks at it and on the fridge it says, you can save her. And I always wondered, what was there that he moved to? (laughs) And this was a joke in our family, which uh, my little brother and I argue about who gets credit for and it was absolutely me who thought of this but <laughs> i thought the only thing that it could have been because he moves like one letter is it might have said er can save he <laughs> and he just sort of swapped it was like almost there fortunately but i want to do this now i want to write it out everyone do this write that out you can save her and just rearrange two letters and see what you can come up with yeah i think it's a fun challenge it's it's uh, you the letter U. Oh, it's just the U. Letter. So that's why I'm saying er can save he. You move the the R from er onto the he to make her. So you've got you can save her. That's what. Okay. That's how it broke down. I'll, okay. I'll put some red yarn on a bulletin board. And really yeah, I like this. Yeah. Which is an eight by ten glossies. <laughs> you can see what I'm talking about. Oh, that is fantastic. So the mind reading exists first so by writing down on a piece of paper. On the refrigerator, there are these magnets. And it's spelled out, you can save her. Oh. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I do too. It took me too long to understand what you were doing, but I like it. Yeah, I don't know. This is our like sci-fi episode. We're getting real weird with this one. We should do one with reverse sync. Oh, like where you start at the beginning of your audio track and I start at the end? No. Oh. You ever seen that movie? Chapter four. (laughs) A painted warning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the hardies look at each other and they're speechless yeah and by right? the way whatever award exists out there i think we've both won yeah. won it for this episode this excellence is, in podcasting exactly this is on par with the landslide oh my gosh yeah and we thought the landslide would bring us down a painted <laughs> warning brought us down downtown baby front downtown. row downtown How's that? What's that song? Who sings that? Downtown. I mean, like, there's like the old classic one. I can't remember which. How's the old classic one go? Downtown. Downtown. But then there's also that Macklemore song. Oh, no, I don't know him. Downtown, which I just listened to a podcast, deep dive into the lines, and it turns out the whole song is about mopeds. And it's a weird bad song yeah that doesn't sound like a good song 
Chapter Four. <laughs> I read your mind, dude. We're like Frank and Joe Hardy. Or I'm sorry, I'm like or... Frank and you're like Callie We're Shaw. We're like Frank and Joe Hardy, Callie Shaw. <laughs> a painted warning. Um, this is a long chapter. And so I feel like we do need to skim some pieces of this. No doubt. Unfortunately, this high octane <laughs> taxi scene is one of them. Um, so they, they wait for a, a light. The driver has to stop and yeah, they jump out. Cuts him off. Yeah. Hey, what's the idea? The driver snarled as the boys leaped out. Come back. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say to two children I just kidnapped. Hey, what's the idea? <laughs> Come back. Come on. Uh, so Frank Joe <laughs> sprinted across the street. He's still snarling at them. I thought, how rude. That could just be his face. Yeah, kind of judgmental, guys. Yeah, that's Should, just Bob Snarls. Don't, don't, you don't know snarl Bob Snarls? shame someone. Yeah, let the man snarl. We're all about snarl positivity. Yeah. Uh, so the light was uh, the light changed, and the guy had to drive off in the surge of traffic. Uh, and they, hey, he may try a U-turn. Frank said, "Let's go." Wait. Here comes another taxi, Joe. <laughs> they flagged it down and jumped in. I just, yeah. I was so over there getting kidnapped again. Just one more time. <laughs> oh, oh thank boys. God. Quick, O'Hare, step on it. And then they just <laughs> circle the block. Yeah. Oh, this boy. time there's two guys up front. There's two taxi drivers, and both of them are writing on an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> and it also says the same thing. <laughs> just plain just ticket <laughs> envelopes everywhere. Hop out at the first stoplight. <laughs> so now the taxi drivers hop out and leave them in the car. <laughs> car just slowly rolling into the intersection. <laughs> so, yeah, they make it to O'Hare. Uh, Thug must have stolen the car from the real driver and not just to trap us, he whispered. I'll bet it was to be used for pulling another job. Yeah, right. That's why Hopkins told Robbie exactly when it would arrive. They may be planning a carefully timed holdup. It was only a few minutes before takeoff when the boys dashed into the air terminal. And this is when I thought, why are you still going west? All you know is that you got a phone call saying your dad needs you. Yeah. Fly out west via Chicago. And when you get to Chicago, you get kidnapped. And they're like, well, that was weird that we got kidnapped. Let's <laughs> trust every other part of this, though. Yeah. Let's get back on track, guys. The boys aren't small, but thank God that they make a hasty call to Captain Jaworski. Of the Chicago oh. police. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a Polish man here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's definitely, I mean, Chicago has a large Polish community. Yeah. And that's definitely written with with a bit of a nod. <laughs> a sneer is written in. This chapter brings in some really great names. And I hope these are people the author knew who was like, hey, I worked your name in there. I'm disappointed by one name. Oh. And we'll get to it. But there's one name that is genuinely sad to me that they went with. Okay, I'm excited about this. Uh, but before we get there, the new taxi driver's name, or the old taxi driver uh, that had the car stolen was Ira Cleeter. Which I am not disappointed with that Great one. Great name. Yeah, fantastic name. one. It's yeah, a shame it's that we <laughs> probably won't get to interface with Ira Cleeter again. <laughs> yeah, Ira Cleeter is a one-off. And Frank gave this name to the uh, Polish police officer to let them know track this guy down because yeah. he's probably dead oh, or she obviously. or she i and, was actually a female what we man, found right? out from the original version of the last book chicago is a thieves paradise well yeah i mean that's, and that's you know jaworski's got his beak wet yeah. <laughs> you know jaworski's got his beak wet 
Gotta give daddy a piece of that. Yeah, he's 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 smuggling out drugs and pierogies. Jaworski. <laughs> Say it again, but slower and deeper. I'm wondering if I can just put that earlier in the podcast when we were talking about water skiing. Oh, yeah. good callback. Yeah, that's why this was edited. Huh? So they get to the airport. They uh, we nearly left without you. The stewardess said Classic. as she welcomed them aboard the plane. The hearty smiled and found seats, which I just thought was a fun glimpse into what air travel used to be like. Yeah, old school like, Pan Am. You just like walk around, look for a couple of seats. Yeah. I mean, these these boys are 14, so they were also given gin when they got on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite thing is about to happen, and I don't know why I liked it so much, but I feel like the sentences could have been shorter. Let's hear it. So they sit down. Uh, let's see if we see anything. So they just talk about getting to Lucky Load and the gang must be out there. And dad is staying with Hank Shale, blah, blah, blah. And then it just says, Frank nodded, troubled. Lunch was served aboard the plane. Afterwards, the boys dozed. I thought it just should have said, lunch was served. The boys dozed. Because you know how they've been hitting those like really sharp sentences recently? Yeah. Just the bullet point? Concise. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. Why don't we just do that? Lunch was served. I think we would assume aboard the plane. Yeah. I mean, it's a long flight out west. They're not going to not eat lunch on this plane. By the way, there's a thing about food coming up, which which I think explains the whole story a little bit. But obviously, we didn't talk about the airplane the airplane lunch. Yeah. The details aren't important in this depression. No, we don't get book. anything. We don't know what they ate on, which is a, a shame, because I would like to know what the airport fed people yeah. in the um, 50s. At Butte, they were wary. Staying, oh, I pronounce that but. Um, it's Butte, and... There's a couple times where it's funnier to say butt. I mean, it's yeah, always there, there's to say a really butt. great butt line coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they weren't kidnapped in Butte and they uh, get on another two motored craft over the frozen ridges of the Rockies toward Cold Springs, the small airport serving Lucky Load. Um, plane lands. Wow, this sure is different, said Frank. This has to be the first time they've left. The East Coast, really. Yeah, it's like the Shire for them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that YouTube video? Which one? <laughs> every, every time Sam takes a step, they replay the whole movie starting back, and I've never been this far from the Shire, and it plays through until he takes the next step, and then if I take one more step, it would be the furthest, the furthest I've ever been from the Shire. And then the whole movie plays until he takes another step, and it goes back. It's It's... Days long, it's it's really impressive. There's no. This is all on YouTube. Yeah, it's <laughs> good stuff. It's good stuff. I'll send you some links. Uh, oh, pine woods surrounded the bleak, windswept field with its Quonset hut terminal and hangar. Mm. I do not know what Quonset means. No, middle of twenty nine. But it's capitalized. Q U O N. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I learned something. I'm sorry, I didn't learn anything. Yeah, I, I will say, learn something yeah. eventually. Uh, so <laughs> this harkens back to book one when we were making fun of them for their obsession with hats. 
and this is a great one. As the brothers headed for the terminal, a hatless man. <laughs> you could just say a man. Yeah, yeah. A hatless man in a plaid Mackinac strode toward them. Frank and Joe Hardy. He boomed. Ooh, that was not the accent I would have given this guy, but yeah, it was a good one, right? What Bob, would you have gone with? I don't know, but Bob Dodge doesn't strike me as. Like an elitist, stretch out your words. What do you mean? Bit. I'm Bob Dodge. I'm Bob Dodge. That can't be the name you're upset with either, right? What? Bob Dodge. No, that one's fine. Okay, good. Because that's yeah, a fantastic name. That's a good old American classic. Yeah, well, Bobby Dodge, that tall and handsome man Bobby with his Dodger. white hair blowing in the wind, his ruddy face, his ruddy face. I'm Bob Dodge. I'm yeah, Bob Dodge. that was better. Hey, how you doing, Bob Dodge? There you go. That's it. He's like, yeah, he's down in Chicago, right? He 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 has his roots in Chi Town. Yeah, okay. Listen, I like to take two bear claws and shove them down my gullet. Get him stopped in my esophagus. That's Bob Dodge. I mean, it was the bears. Well, yeah, I ripped it off, but, but yeah, yeah. By the way, I think that might be one of the first accents we've done that isn't just Brooklyn or real Southern. Yeah. But the Chicago, it's derivative. It's, it's pretty, yeah, 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 yeah. But different. Yeah, you're right. Look at us. Yeah, we're improving. Variety. This is why you should take our classes. Growth, growth, broth, growth, growth. Okay, I was way For off. For us as people. Uh, so Bob Dodge oh says, "Hey, your dad couldn't make it. He broke his ribs. <laughs> but the doctor taped his chest and wants him to keep quiet. Nothing serious." <laughs> And I would just think that again, this is if this is the twenties, yeah. you break a couple of ribs and the doctor puts some tape on you <laughs> and says, Ah, it's not too serious. We let a bunch of the demons in his blood out. <laughs> drain them real good. He should be back in no time. That was a thing. That's how they used to cure people is they would bleed them. Yeah. Everything Go to was the just barber. bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Get Which a haircut is, and a, a, and other a bleed. cut. Yeah. <laughs> haircut and non haircut. Also, one thing that old Bob Dodge also did is he says your father's working on a case for me in Lucky Load. I came over in my helicopter to pick you up. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> heard of a helicopter. <laughs> See that whirly bird over there? <laughs> She's mine. <laughs> Alright Bob, calm down. Yeah, sure I don't know who invented the helicopter. Even though I own one. <laughs> Is that a character that I'm... It's from Grandma's Boy. That's a JP line. Nice. Adios, turd, turd nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> so we... Uh, so we, we, don't, we don't trust Bob Dodge yet. No, I don't. Bob Doge. Because, <laughs> because every other person that we've met so far has kidnapped us. Yes. That's our track record so far. Yeah. Even the stewardess tried to poison them a little bit. <laughs> Not to kill them, but she just could not stand them. She just wanted to knock them out a little Crushed bit. Crushed up some Tylenol PM into their coffee. <laughs> it's fine. Gave them decaf when they didn't ask for it. But, so, uh, yeah, now they're with Budage. Yeah, now they're with Budage. And he uh, he says, look, I, I see the suspicion on your face as he takes a picture from the pocket. Your father gave me this. And he held out a snapshot of the Hardy's house with Aunt Gertrude standing on the lawn. That's your father's sister, Doge said. <laughs> okay. Frank knew that if the detective had been forced to hand over the picture, he would not have given Aunt Gertrude's true identity. Mr. Dodge must be all right. The speed at which they trust people yeah. is 
I mean, it's why they get kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say like it's going to be a problem, but it is. Which I wonder, like, if it's harder to come by a photo of someone in the time period. So it's just like, oh, it is weird that they have this photo because you he couldn't just go on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stick figure drawing. She was. She sat for a portrait. <laughs> yeah, it's even signed by him. It just says Bidaj. <laughs> Bidaj. Uh, so he's like, hey. I got to go get something out of the terminal. Why don't you boys go get in the helicopter? And the boys are like, yeah. Of course we're going to get in this helicopter. Absolutely. You kidding me? No questions asked yeah. from us. We'll see you in the whirly bird, Mr. <laughs> Doge. Uh, and I think this is a good time to take a break because it's about to get pumped up in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, maximum overdrive time. They did time. us the service of putting the photo or the, the illustration they on finally the next did it right. page. Thank God. It's the first time they've ever done this right. I think they've done it right once before, and I was great. We, we were it's grateful It's the second it. time they've ever done this yeah, right. Maybe three. Yeah, because I think they did this once before right. Yeah, and it might have been in the books, the two books before that, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was actually in the two books before that. And with that, the boys took a break. And we're back. Chapter four. A painted warning. Nice. <laughs> so they're headed toward this helicopter, and they see a. In, there's some distance from the craft when a tall, thin man suddenly jumped out of the ship. By uh, the way, oh, helicopter is one of the few vehicles you do not call a ship. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> you know, not a lot of people know that, but you never call a helicopter a ship. But what about a zeppelin? Could that be a ship? Yeah, that's an airship. Airplane? You can even call an airplane ship. Oh, you can call an airplane a ship? Call a well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It kind of has sales. Helicopter and hang glider, two things that aren't ships. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this guy, tall, thin man, probably red hair, <laughs> suddenly jumped out of the ship and walked rapidly away. Wonder who he is. Maybe it's an airport attendant. If so, why is he heading toward the woods? Ooh. This is so stupid. These yeah. boys... So they're like, well, that was weird. Let's go into this helicopter. We've been kidnapped once. Yeah. Some guy just messed with his helicopter and ran into the woods. <laughs> it's probably fine. He was probably just attendant. looking for some How? cigarettes. <laughs> no big D. He had red hair. It's That's fine. Jaworski's you trust cousin. anyone with red. Jaworski? <laughs> Jaworski's yeah. a good man. Any cousin of Jaworski's a cousin of mine. <laughs> but he's got those rye bread squares. <laughs> he won't give me the recipe, the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> when I don't catch your references, I live in this in this beautiful world for a moment where I'm like, is David just spitting? Is he yeah. just flowing and yeah. making stuff up? Or is this just a reference to something that I am not quickly recalling it was not a reference i'm, I'm just spit you went with, with was a rye fire. bread squares rye squares yeah won't give me that that's all you that's all me i all love right. rye bread squares uh, is that a little jewish rye yeah but is that polish yeah polish jew okay yeah that's fine i don't know the the uh what is it the epidemiology of the food it's okay that, it's yeah fine. they're polish it's, okay. it's, it's a little peasant's meal but they make them here in america but i think they call them party rise yeah yeah. You put a little Velveeta cheese on yeah, that? Yeah, you put a little Velveeta cheese on mm, Are you kidding me? Yeah. Do language? you put it on Jewish rye? We used to. Growing up, that was that was like a treat. Yeah, okay. Get a little loaf yeah. of the Jewish rye yeah. bread, a little Velveeta. Yeah, buddy. No, we'll, it's we'll okay. Go with a little, a little spice sassy. to it, a little rotel. A little rotel. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. You guys, know, a little. you guys know. Yeah. Treat yourself. You got to treat yourself. That's the number one thing, baby. Frank, so they, they searched the helicopter but found nothing. 
Uh, they pulled the back door and looked inside cautiously. Okay, we didn't get booby-trapped. Let's stow our gear. <laughs> they climbed out, and Joe was about to open the access hatch to the baggage compartment just aft of the cabin when Frank stopped him. Let's play safe and check this door. Good idea. Frank took a rope from his gear, since he's had that the whole time. <laughs> You've had a rope this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I would have strangled the driver with it. Did the rope get checked through Chicago? Like, they land in Chicago, That's get a good kidnapped, question. come back, and all their gear's still there? Because, like, a bunch of their stuff got laid out on that table. They lost yeah. the map. Is... Why do I get the feeling that the rope was only there because he swallowed the rope? Oh, pulls it up real slow. Yeah. Or out the nose. Yeah. How do you know you need to swallow like a, a rope? What are you talking about? I swallow a rope every Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's rope day. <laughs> it's a rope <laughs> you day, You never know baby. when you're going to need it. Yeah. Unless we need just, it on Wednesday. I'm not going to have it by <laughs> <Yeah>. Wednesday. <laughs> he's been studying magic. So, yeah, he's, he's a, just <laughs> eating strings and ropes shoelaces. and getting ready for swords. <laughs> <laughs> Working my way up. <laughs> We're getting there. It's a good idea. So he, he takes a rope, ties it to the one end of the hatch handle, and the boys backed off to one side. Frank tugged the rope. Boom! Nice. Yeah, I felt good about it. A deafening blast rocked the craft and knocked the boys off their feet. Ooh. An acrid smell of yeah. gunpowder assailed their nostrils. Good grief, Joe whispered. Oh, try that again. Good grief. There you go. <laughs> Hot dog! Pale and shaken, they examined the baggage compartment. A sawed-off shotgun <laughs> had been wired and propped into position inside, evidently by someone working through a removable panel in the forward wall. The yeah. gun had been triggered by a cord tied to the door latch. Now, I, I'm not a gunsman. You know this. Yes. A shotgun, mm -hmm. albeit a sawed-off shotgun, that is... What? Let's say it's a, a a six to ten foot length of rope. Yeah. If a shotgun goes off six to ten feet away from you, do you think it would blast you off of your feet? Knock you off of your feet? Because <laughs> people... I mean, did it hit them? People hold... No. No. People hold shotguns and shoot them yeah. on their feet. Yeah. It's not a thing like... Duck hunting is not <laughs> is not just hunters flying through the sky, just everyone chaos like an earthquake's happening. Whoa! <laughs> just looks like a scene out of Ooh. Twister. Whenever like there's a group of people <laughs> duck hunting, <laughs> just flying around like Sharknado. <laughs> that would actually be a really cool thing. Like if you found a tornado and just decided to go hunting around this this Twister, and all these animals are in there, so you're like, boom! Just got a giraffe. Like the money machine when you would sell magazines subscriptions in, in grade school yeah they get to stand and they'd blow the dollar bills all around <laughs> oh, yeah. you'd have to grab as many as you could <laughs> it's, it's like that, but livestock <laughs> you know what would be the worst part <laughs> the worst part would be they'd still be floating and all the entrails would just go upwards and when they turned off the machine a bunch of dead animals and guts would just drop on you turn off the machine i thought we were talking about hopping into an actual tornado not like a, oh, not well, like a yeah. stocked Well, that's what I was talking machine. about originally, but then you're talking about the money machine. I mean, the money machine would work great, too, with a bunch of livestock in there. <laughs> it's not powerful enough to lift the cow, and you're just standing next to a cow. This is the saddest award Cow's ever. Cow's got a shotgun, too. 
You think you're ready to blow some stuff up, Bill? Maybe one of our awards will be like a phone booth style. It'll say cash <laughs> machine, and there'll be a person and a cow in it. And I like, like that. A nod to to patience and perseverance or something. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, really good. Yeah, that's I'm, a great I'm, bit. I'm genuinely going to put out some nomination forms, and we're gonna we're gonna do this right. I hope so. Do little vignettes on the people. Yeah, I mean they deserve it. Make it a little, they yeah, listen. Yeah, they're they're award winners. They deserve it. Yeah, we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna get this award. It's gonna be really cheap, but it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay too. I love the idea. I mean, given I want to be the first one to receive it, but. I understand if we have to give it to someone else. Yeah. But just so we know, like, I was the first one to theoretically receive it. That's why it's named after you. Thank you. That's all that matters. Wait, is it named after you? It's the Sean Hotley David C. Pitt Award. Oh, Sean Hotley's David C. Pitt Award. Yeah, presented by Sean Hotley. (laughs) Titular sponsor. Uh, So Dodge comes out. Uh, and and brings his companion with him, who proved to be the airport manager, and he goes off to report the accident to the police. We need to move on, but to prove to be the airport manager, Dodge's companion, who proved to be the airport manager, I just thought that was interesting. Like, prove it. <laughs> You're the airport manager. Come on, do it. Prove it. Show me. You got an ID card. That's nothing. Yeah. I can make an ID card. <laughs> Manage this airport. Manage it. Manage it in Show front of me. me. Come on. Show yeah. me the, the accounts receivable balance. <laughs> uh, Frank and Joe take out their fingerprint kits. They don't find any Classic. fingerprints on the gun. Uh, the, ca- the scatter gun could have been meant for me, Dodge remarked worldly, worriedly as he started the motor of the helicopter. But the Hardy Boys aren't having any of that. Yeah, could have been us, Frank says. So they take off, and they're talking to Dodge, and Dodge is saying... Uh, I hired your your father to help me out. There's a I I do armored truck shipments. Yeah, that's that's my bread and butter. That's my business. Um, and recently, one of my trucks was hijacked and a money shipment stolen. Both guards were shot. Man, and I wonder if they're killed. Yeah, because that's what left, I wonder too. Yeah, shot and killed is different. Like a guy was shot in the beginning of this and then still went on to like draw a map. <laughs> For them and everything, like it was yeah. absolutely still fine. had time to get his ankles massaged, his yeah. wrists massaged, had yeah. some soup. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> but both guards aboard were shot. The money was insured, of course. I love yeah. that he follows it up with that. Not they're okay. They didn't die. Yeah, I know what you're wondering. Is the money insured? And it was, of course. Don't worry Relax. about it. Calm you can down. Sleep easy tonight. <laughs> Um, but I wanted those hijackers caught to avoid any future holdups. Um, again, not to avenge the death of my two employees. Um, the the potential death of my two employees. We don't really know. Um, so it brought your dad out. Uh, oh, I know the name. Oh yeah. No, no, you don't know the name. Oh, really? This one's not. This one's not. This it. isn't it. Oh man. So. They say, the police have worked on the case too. They and your father managed to recover the money and catch two of the gang, but the others escaped to Canada. Uh-oh. Then, yeah. Then why has Dad stayed here? Because he believes the leader of the gang, Big Al Martin, <laughs> is still in the area. Your father refuses to leave until he is found. I have no problem with Big Al Martin. I, That's fine. Al just, Martin would have been boring. His initials? Are bam, bam, baby. It's yeah, emerald. 
Bamaro? This is the this is the basis for Emeril Lagasse. I don't know who that is. Is that Lou Gossett Jr.? Is that kind of related? That's the chef. I don't know any chefs. He's a big he's a big chef who Oh that's the guy that says Bam. Yeah. What's that's his what I'm name? saying? Emeril Lagasse. I thought that was the guy Farty. What? The guy Farty. I have no idea what you're saying. The fart that eats. The one with the blonde spike <laughs> tips. He wears like the eight ball shirts. Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <right. laughs> Bam! I'm Guy Fieri. That's not him. Okay. Well, no, I was off. That's Guy Fieri. I don't Fieri. know anything about chefs. I'm not a chefsman. I'm oh. a chef saladsman. Okay. Everyone knows this about a me. Chop salad. A little Cecil Whitaker's chef salad. Uh, so how did dad get hurt? He was thrown from a horse yesterday afternoon <laughs> while chasing a fellow he thinks is one of Big Al's men. I know what you're thinking. Why was he chasing one of Big Al's men? I wasn't <laughs> thinking that. I was thinking if they're going to have Fenton Hardy have broken ribs, why have it be from being thrown off a horse? Yeah. There's so many other things that you can <laughs> break ribs that are Where cooler. Where did he get the horse? What is he, Christopher Reeve? Like, get off that horse. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing on that horse? <laughs> Found a horse. <laughs> decided to ride it. Hey, boys, I'm on a horse. Uh, so... Now dad wants uh, the boys to come and pick up the trail because dad can't ride with the broken ribs, even though his chest is taped. Yeah. They it was medical tape, too. It's not like they were using duct tape oh, or I anything it was like that. scotch tape. Just like <laughs> two pieces down the front. Just it's like, okay. It's, it's double-sided. Dad ought to do it. <laughs> Tap him real hard on the back. See ya, buddy. <laughs> what did they tape? Too. Like, did they open up his his actual chest cavity and tape the ribs together? I don't see why not. Well, yeah, I mean that's what you should do. That's what science is. Yeah, that's what we bleed them and then we tape their ribs together. <sighs> mm. So, uh, so they fly. They fly over the snow covered butts. <laughs> there it is. Uh, you know, they, I loved it. They land in Lucky Load. And they uh, they take their gear to Hank Shale's cabin. And when they knock on the door, skinny man with thinny red with thinning red hair answers, and that's Hank Shale. Hank and I thought Shale, nice baby. that they give red hair to a good guy for once, unless we find out Hank Shale's bad. Yeah. But at this point, this is the first redheaded protagonist. We've I will had. say though, he's redheaded, and they didn't say like a nice shag of red hair. He had to be it's, thinning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give the man a break! Sinewy at best. <laughs> it's a shapeless man. Uh, come on in and thaw out. I'm Hank Shale. Your pa and I have been waiting for you. So they turn the corner and find Fenton Hardy sitting by the fire. Trim, athletic-looking man with tape on his ribs. And, uh, and he sort of confirms that even though we've been giving the boys crap this whole time, other than the kidnapping, this was the plan. It yeah. was Hank Shale calling. He's staying at my cabin. Everyone, Bob Doge, getting you out here. Yeah. Everything else has been... Hunky dory. Yeah. Yeah. In line. Yeah. And thank goodness, like any good father who hasn't seen his sons for a while, Fenton did get up and he did shake hands with them. Did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hello, boys, said the detective, and moving carefully, shook, shook hands, hands with them. them. Gotcha. Thanks for giving up your up. camping trip. You thought he didn't get up? Yeah, I thought he just like, he sort didn't. Of leaned, He's got really long arms. Bit. Oh, nice. He's like Sagat. <laughs> <laughs> just threw his hands out. Just <laughs> Dr. Dalsim. Oh, that's what it is. It's not yeah. Sagat. Yeah. Man, it's that was okay, close. Man. It's you okay. know it, though. It's okay. I got you. Yeah. I'm upset. So they get caught up on everything. 
why he's staying uh, to look for Big Al. Um, and so he's saying, you know, what happened? And he said, I, I followed a rough looking fellow on horseback. He met another man. In I know the clearing. name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's, he's tracking this guy on a horse <laughs> and he hears him talking to somebody else and catches the words Big Al and Hideout. Which are two great words to catch. If you're not going to catch anything, or three. Big Al. Hideout. <laughs> you're the one who has to leave. You can do that joke as long as you want. Just then, my horse Major whinnied, and the men galloped off. I gave chase, but Major stumbled, and I took a spill. Major, yeah, is a disappointing name. You could was it a major disappointment? Ooh, nice. Yeah, I wonder if this horse is what President Biden's dog is named after. Oh. He's a German Shepherd named Major. Do you think they named Lee after this horse? Lee Major? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't see why not. I would. I would, <laughs> I, I would too. Face like that, yeah, he definitely falls in the horse category. But this could have been like like Slippery Noodles. <laughs> would have been like a you have cool all name. the ridiculous names. Yeah. Yeah. And of of all the animals in horse racing, horses are given notoriously ridiculous names. Yeah, that's very true. You're not it's and a very sloppy choice. This is a missed opportunity. Yeah. We it should rename this horse. We should. Yeah. I don't want to do it right now though. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll think about it. We're under pressure yeah. recording. Next episode, we will reveal the horse's name. Okay, I like this. And there might even be a horse award named, <laughs> named after the renamed horse <laughs> at the Hardy and Sons Award Show. We do have to be careful not to do too many awards because they will lose their meaning if we give out 45 but awards. I feel like the horse award should just be a ribbon. It should be a red ribbon. And that's it. That's why it's not an actual trophy. It's just the horse award ribbon. Oh, I think it should be at least two pieces of something so that we can glue them together with horse glue. Oh, yeah. Well, duh. I mean, that's a given. Obviously. We're definitely going to do that. It, it should be a horse hoof. <sighs> so I'm stuck here, boys. Uh, Frank and Joe, greatly excited by this challenge, discussed it all during a supper of thick <laughs> Western steaks, beans, and biscuits. And this is why I thought the whole reason you wanted to, to write a Western book yeah. was that you could write about... <laughs> These Western steaks, beans, and biscuits. I love thick. Thick oh, yeah. makes me happy because mm. I know how those steaks look. I don't know what a thick bean is, though. Oh, you don't know what a thick bean I've is? I've never had a thick bean. Oh. Is it I'll just like extra beans girthy beans? It's They're just dehydrated even more. They're almost crunchy. Oh, really? No, I don't know. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> what makes them thick? I know a thick biscuit. Oh, yeah. So Thick the Biscuit. That's that band with Fred Durst. Thick Biscuit is not a bad name for a horse. Like Sea Biscuit. <laughs> He's got biscuit, little but biscuit, biscuit hooves. <laughs> you can't hear him walking. <laughs> so bread Here loafers. comes quick Thick Biscuit. Bread Loafers. We're back. Bread Loafers. It there always it goes is. back to the bread loafers. Oh, bread shoes, baby. Yeah, yeah, one of our greatest inventions. Thick Biscuit. So... Uh, Dodge goes back to the hotel um, The boys go to bed And suddenly they wake with a start There's a Deafening crash And then fire Oh yeah Oh yeah Oh yeah The boys race from the bedroom 
to get blankets. They go to the, they go to the kitchen, and a huge boulder had crashed through the back wall, overturning the stove and spewing burning firewood over the floor. You can say things if you want. I was writing down an idea for the album artwork. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Should I just proceed? Or not album. I don't know where we're at. The this, last this page, 39. I promise you, too, this one's not going to be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be my and worst like, that's, artwork ever. And that's ever. the David Pitt but guarantee. Yeah, yeah. That's but the David Pitt promise. I'm pretty excited about it. You gave me a good idea. So uh, they get... Yeah, you just want me to keep going? <laughs> they get... Where are we at? The top of 39? Yeah, the boys are, are putting out the, the fire. Hank's pumping some water in oh, the yeah. bucket. Oh, yeah. Fire sizzled. Tarnation! Hank exclaimed. Nearest thing to an avalanche we've ever had around here. It's a fire! It's a fire on a boulder. Well, yeah. I mean, the boulder started the fire. Well, I mean. The avalanche yeah. started the fire. The landslide <laughs> brought them down! <laughs> oh. Chapter oh my four! God. The landslide. Faint. <laughs> Well, actually, here here's the titular <laughs> moment. So, uh, big hole from this boulder that smashed through, floor burned from knocking the <laughs> stove over, and the cabin owner, Hank, says, a whopping big hole in the wall and some burnt flooring. <laughs> well, I reckon I can fix it tomorrow. Uh, I just like that confidence. It's good confidence, it's good yeah. He can't fix it tomorrow. So Frank and Joe started to push the boulder out through the hole. Then Joe gasped in surprise. On the huge stone were brightly painted red letters. Rolling the boulder a bit further, the boys made out a credibly painted message. And Sean, I should ask you, shouldn't it be painted brown? Possibly green. I don't know. And more of a splatter. I don't know if it's crudely painted. I think it's crudely. I think your whole joke is based off of you pronouncing. <laughs> it's it's me changing the word too. That's fine. To work better. That's good. Yeah, I just tried to get a poop joke in, and and I I applaud that. Thank you. I'm just not going to participate. I know you won't. But how great would that be? <laughs> I gave you I gave you snow covered butts. Can you not be happy with that? I'm very happy with the Thank snow covered you. butts. So the boys made out the message: Hardy's leave town. Ooh, a warning. From Big Al, Joe said grimly, or Joe guessed grimly. Are you messing with me right now? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly Frank said grimly. I'm like, you're, mis you're misreading everything, David. <laughs> Cruddy Joe said. Your face was awesome. <laughs> you got me. You straight up got me. That's good stuff. Well, I'm that does it, it ba -da -ba 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 -ba. my friend. You're, you're darn tootin' it does. That's a chapter. It was a good one. It was a long one, too. They made up for the last one being so short. Yeah. And uh, let's see. That was that was chapter four. That was chapter four. Yeah. A painted warning. <laughs> good call. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. I don't remember whose turn it is also. Um, I'll go just to keep it alive. Okay. I'll take yeah. care of doing yeah. chapter five. Wait, did you just do it? I just did. I didn't even hear it. 